This is episode 276 of Bella in Your Business. The following episode that you're about to hear is one that I honestly took a minute to think about if I really wanted to post it. I was totally prepared to delete it and re-record something else, which would have been the first time in the 276 episodes that I have done. But one thing I decided is that, one, I'm definitely going to keep it after I did poll a lot of my audience, and they really did want to hear some more behind the scenes. But second, something that I did not touch upon that I want to make really clear is I want to encourage you to do your own research and have your own thought process in life. I think sometimes it's really easy in our overwhelm to just take other people's words or opinions, but I encourage you to think about whose opinion you are taking. Are they living the life? Are they living the business life? Are they the kind of person that you want to take advice from? Or is it just some random person who you know nothing about online giving you advice? Let that be your prelude to this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Hi there. I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Oh boy, I did some deep breathing before I'm recording this. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella, and today I'm going to be taking this a little bit of a different direction. While we are still going to talk about sales, we're going to talk about sales and how it applies to trolls. Because I know that a lot of you guys are getting trolls of your own. I actually saw it in a recent Facebook thread and uh, they were asking for help and how they might go about it. So today we're going to talk about that. But before I actually get into when you get trolls, I'm actually going to blow the lid off of something I've been keeping quiet for seven years. Seven years. I've had one particular troll, two actually, for seven years. Seven. They are no longer in the jump ecosystem, of course. They're not allowed, nor do I think they actually want to be, if we're being completely fair. But they have been saying the same horrible, disgusting things about my business in public forums for seven years. (laughs) And so I'm going to kind of open up this show by just saying that I don't, I have a little bit of notes, but you know, this is really going to be me talking to you. And I fully expect that they probably will end up hearing this at some point. So hello, it's my turn. It's my turn to talk now. And so here we go. (laughs) This was not an easy decision to do this. I'm not quite sure if this is even the right decision. But as I did in the divorce podcast, and a couple others, I have started developing such a relationship with you guys that I've decided, you know, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to talk about the hard things. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. That is exactly who I am. That's how my coaching goes. And, you know, when you're trying to quote unquote sell, right? Because at the end of the day, all of us want to appear likable, trustable, knowledgeable, right? No like and trust. It's a little hard, right? There's the age old saying that you turn your other cheek. And for most of the trolls out there, I would say, yeah, do that. If this is the first time you've ever heard that word, it's someone who kind of goes out of their way online to just trash you. Most of the time, it's completely unfounded, but it's kind of a character assassination. And 
it's really unfounded. I can't say that enough. I can't stress that enough. And so most of the time, they'll go away. They like die out, right? But the ones I'm going to tell you about today, (laughs) for some reason, they have some sort of fascination with me and they like to keep talking about me. Like I said, for seven years. And I know it's been seven years because this all started right about the time I had my daughter. Actually, it might've been a year before that, but we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Just say it's only seven years and they never seem to let out. So they're posting things in like, um, okay, I won't name the forums, but there's a lot of forums out there. As you know, they're all kind of like their own hoods, right? You go to one forum and all people are doing is bitching and moaning. You go to other ones and it's pretty dormant. You go to other ones and it's just all um, about promotions or just spammy, right? Other ones might be a really good secure system where you feel supported in there, in which case I really hope that you're a part of those because you are the people you hang out with. You are what you feed your eyes and ears with. I've talked about that many times on the podcast, and I I believe that to the core of my soul. And so you always have an opportunity to figure out who you want to hang out with. I saw something on Instagram yesterday that said, like, if you hang out with five CEOs, you'll be a CEO. You hang out with five athletes, you're probably an athlete. You hang out with five moms, you're probably a mom. You hang out with five idiots, you're probably an idiot. And I really chuckled hard because it really is. I mean, think about the extreme of it. You wouldn't be go, you know, hanging out with like gangbangers, right? And dealing drugs on the corner of a street and be like Susie Homemaker. Like it just doesn't match. You know, you usually have similarities with people you hang out with. So I think that's something to kind of keep in mind. But my trolls that I'm going to tell you about, and I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth as if it's just you and me talking right now, okay? They say, Bella's too expensive. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm probably one of the most expensive pet sitting coaches in the industry. I am. I've never hidden that. Um, But you know what? I get results. And if you think about it, It's not really that much of an expense, but an investment. And guys, before you're like, oh, you're a good saleswoman. No, I'm not even trying to do that. Let's say that we do an intensive face-to-face for, I don't know, five grand, and we spend the entire day together. But what that does is it positions you for the next 12 months to increase your business (laughs) $100,000. Yes, please. If I was in Vegas and you told me I could put five cents down on a table and I could get a dollar back, or let's let's make that even bigger, $5,000 back and I get $100,000 back. Yes. So yeah, I am. And guess what? I am a for-profit business. I am a single mom. I am completely entitled to it. And I have no shame about it. I also have a lot of different tiers to help people, depending on how intense, like, a whole day of eight hours face-to-face, I fly to your city, as opposed to all the way to this podcast. It's free. Guys, I've got like 280 episodes, times at least a half hour each. You do the math. How much of a training is that? Wow. Okay, wow. And not to mention 80% of my stuff is free. So yeah, I'm expensive. Deal with it or don't deal with it. It's totally up to you. Uh, Don't drink the Kool-Aid. I love this one. I absolutely love this one. I've been hearing it for a long time. I never even understood how Kool-Aid became associated with this, but I have this one client that started to promote my podcast by calling it Drink the Bella Kool-Aid, which I think is hilarious. If you guys follow me on Instagram at Bella Vasta, you have also seen it. But this one's the one that really hurts. This is one of the two that I started to say, you know what? 
I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it once and for all. And this is when someone says, Bella is unethical. And that one, mm, mm. that's like you guys, someone saying that you guys are terrible pet sitters and you kick the dog or you don't show up for pet visits. Like, how would that feel? All right. And like the first 10 times I was like, whatever, like go get a life, like go run your own business, go, you know, whatever. But after seven years of this person saying this, I'm finally had enough. Like, this is ridiculous. I am the least unethical person out there. I am the most transparent. I'm the most vulnerable with you guys. Everything I do is not polished and perfect, which I know pisses some people off. And that's all right, too. I come from, I'm a C student. I love marketing. I love being creative. And sometimes it's not all perfect, okay? It's become part of my brand. And saying that I'm unethical is just wrong. Now, of course, you know, I've talked to the lawyers about it many times. And we all kind of know that cease and desist are really piece of toilet paper, which also going back to you, you know, if someone goes and does a horrible review of you online and you're like, this is just completely untrue. This isn't fair. Yeah. You could send a cease and assist, but I don't think it's any secret that those actually don't really hold up because if they call your bluff and they keep doing it, you have to literally prove that they're posting stole money from you. Like it lost you money. And that's a really hard thing to prove. So it kind of goes back around to the circle that they can just keep doing it. And so this is my enough is enough. And I'm going to tell you where I think this starts from. I'm going to tell you. You want to know? So this person, uh, hmm, let's call her, I'm not even going to call her a fake name. We'll just call her her. I, when I very first, my very, very, very first public speaking gig was at the poop scooping convention in Las Vegas. And I believe the year was 2012. So yeah, this was a long time ago. And there was like maybe 20 people in the room. It was also the year that I had met Josh Carey there. Him and I used to be pretty in good cahoots back then. And he happened to be there with his wife and we all met up and we said, Hey, it would be really cool to come back here and do a conference. And that's how Pet Sittingology Live had started. And I kind of ran that with him the first two years, but it was because I was at this poop convention and up there, I was talking about marketing to everybody. And I was explaining to them this marketing program that I've done that I've explained to you guys many times. And that was, I was reflecting on when it was 2008, 2009, and when everything crashed. And I was the most expensive pet sitter in Scottsdale. Do you see a trend? And I was telling everybody that I was the most value for your money in the area. And the way that I did that was I got a whole bunch of businesses to give me completely free certificates. And these certificates were like a free pizza, a free car wash, a free closet organization, like all kinds of things. Like it wasn't even just only about pets. And when that happened, people would sign up with me. And at that time I would send them a PDF of all of these things. I'm sure we would have like QR codes and stuff by now, but that's what I did. And then what I was telling people is that I would tell them like, hey, Susie signed up with me. This is her email. You might want to follow up before the expiration date and ask if she wants to redeem her pizza. That was it. That was it. And somehow that got spun into, 
I was telling droves of people to sell your client list for money to make profit. Now, let me just tell you how stupid that is to begin with. Number one, you can't make a lot of money doing that. Number two, maybe you could have done something like that back then, but what are you going to get, like 50 bucks? Number three, that is so sleazy and skeevy and gross and disgusting. And rather than that person even come to me for clarification, she just decided to go tell everyone that I'm unethical. So anytime she sees me anywhere online, or she hears anyone talk about me online, she decides to say that I'm very unethical and you better watch my practices because I tell you to do very unethical things with your client list. Like that's the epitome of it. And I've got the receipts. I've got all the screenshots just because you might not think I'm in all of these groups. I have eyes and ears everywhere that tell me what people post everywhere. So yeah, I've got the receipts. That's her gripe with me. And it's absolutely pathetic. And it's also pathetic that people can say things like this so many years later without ever having a grounds to say it. So my advice to you, when you might hear people say that, like the most recent example is that somebody said, one of my clients discriminates against people who are handicapped. (laughs) And it was because this woman didn't have a car and her job description, clearly you needed a car to be a pet sitter, right? I mean, you all know how laughable that is, right? And this person just kind of kept coming at her and she came at her on many different platforms a month or two later. And so this business owner was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I'm like, oh my God, it happens to you guys too. It happens to you guys too. And I think honestly, the best thing is, you know, report it where you can and rise above it, especially like this pet sitter. It was the only negative review she had out there. And I think that the consumers are a lot more smart. And I'm also giving everybody listening right now the benefit of the doubt. Like, I believe that the consumer, you are more smart than to listen to some person who literally sits on Facebook all day long. Like, do you have a life outside of Facebook? And just you know, has an answer for everything. There's another one who, let's just call her Karen, because that would be perfect for this time that we're in. A Karen, if you don't know what a Karen is, it's someone who's always nitpicking and complaining and has a problem with everything. Sorry for all of those named Karen. Sorry. But uh, she, let's just call her Karen for shits and giggles. Uh, She is also another one that I have emails and text messages and forum posts for so long that this woman just goes off and off and off about Bella Kool-Aid and how expensive I am and how it's my way or the highway. Well, yeah. Um, hi, as a leader, I have taken a stand in what I believe. I have also been very forward in saying, I don't believe in independent contractors in the pet sitting and dog walking industry. I don't. I have been saying that for years, probably at least 10 years, quite honestly. Okay. Before it was cool to have employees, I was debunking the entire industry. And for some reason it rubs some people wrong. And when I do my 20 minute consultations with people, which you can sign up for at jumpconsulting.net, I'll do a free 20 minute consultation with anyone who has already established their business and looking to expand it. I'm very upfront with people when they say, how can we work together? If they have independent contractors, I will literally tell them, I'm sorry, this one isn't going to be a fit because I can't coach on what I don't believe in. What is wrong with that people? There are coaches out there that will help you with independent contractors. I have put my flag in the sand and I stand 
for things and I don't stand for other things. Just like you might stand for positive reinforcement and not for kneeing a dog when they jump up on you or using a shock collar or one of the prong collars. It is no different. There is nothing that makes it different. In fact, I would encourage you to double down on it. Whatever makes you unique and different in your business, go for it. And you will always have trolls and people that don't like it. But it's so much better than you just being a generalist. That's what makes you more valuable and more worthy because you are an expert of an expert. Okay? And I also want to say that there's been something else that's been murmurs. And like I said, I'm going to just blow the lid off of this here. And we're going to talk about it. And again, I don't know if I should be doing this, but I'm going to do it because I literally have nothing to hide. So again, way back around this time, 2012, 2014 stage, I had created a handbook and a manual. And I had kind of collaborated with another pet sitter who was one of my clients. And we together created it. I again have the receipts I have the emails of her saying, sell this to the industry. It would be like wildly helpful to them. And we collaborated. We both worked on it. We both hired writers. We both hired editors and typesetters and all of this stuff. And fast forward to about 2017 when I was working on a big corporate deal because I also work with big corporations. I had reached out to this individual and said, hey, I want to make sure that everything is legally on the up and up. Can you sign this piece of paper? And it wasn't until then that she decided, oh, no, I'm not signing it. And you can't sell this anymore. I was like, excuse me? And so I had a decision there. I could say, F you, and I could keep doing it. Or what I did is I said, fine. I'm going to release myself out of all of this. And we actually rewrote the entire thing, both of them, the handbook and the manual. It is completely rewritten. And that's also another benefit to my handbook and manual because they are updated every single year. They're not completely rewritten by any means, but they are added and developed and reviewed by an HR consultant. That being said, every single handbook and manual you ever get, whether it's from me or somebody else, should always be looked over by your lawyer because there are many states that have their own laws and regulations that you need to know about as an employer. You cannot ever just buy something off the internet and adapt it as your own and think that you're good, okay? I've always said that. And so there's that rumor going around too. And again, I have receipts. I've thought about actually putting screenshots of them and whiting out names because I'm not as mean and vicious as these other people are, but putting them into the show notes to show you. But I would never, ever run an unethical business. And I think that actually stems from my childhood where the biggest thing I ever could get grounded for or in trouble for was lying. And uh, I take that to heart, you know, and my bounce back time has gotten a lot shorter. Just like I'm sure when you guys get negative reviews, I, I know a lot of you guys make decisions based off of not wanting to get negative reviews. You stay in those negative relationships with clients or employees because you're terrified of these negative reviews. But guys, the whole paradigm is really shifting where, yeah, like reviews were everything for a while. But now if you only have a small amount of reviews, they're almost not even believable. 
And if you have only positive reviews and never any negative reviews, I mean, just think about it. Like last time you went to Amazon to get a product, you always look at the reviews when you're kind of unsure about it. If you're on the fence or you go to a restaurant, if a restaurant has like five negative reviews and 25 positive reviews, you're probably still going to go to the restaurant. Am I right? So it's an interesting world that we live in where, you know, for the longest time, I've just hoped that these people are taking everything with a grain of salt. I hope that they're considering the source and that these people, these Karens of the world are literally on Facebook all day and all night, giving everyone their opinion on everything when they don't even have a pot to piss in or so it looks like. I really don't know. I don't know what their bank account is, but I do know that I've coached their competition, their direct competition from $112,000 to $750,000 in three years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's why they don't like me. I also know that uh, their direct competition, another person is in my better marketing with Bello program. So maybe that's what they don't like about me. I really don't know. And honestly, it really doesn't matter. But what does matter is that if anybody gets the ability to try to taint my reputation, that I've worked my blood, sweat, and tears to grow my business from nothing to a multi-six-figure business that has helped empower and grow many businesses in the United States and Canada and the United Kingdom, that anybody comes after my ability or my desire to inspire, motivate, and challenge this world. I know their voices are probably pretty small and I just probably amplified them more than they've ever gotten by putting it on the podcast. But my intent of this entire thing is to really show you that you guys are going to end up with trolls at some point in your life. You just are. Because if you are a jumper and you are growing your business and you are being disruptive, people don't like that. People get really offended by it for their own reasons for their own fear, guilt, shame, trauma, all of that stuff. You know, what comes out of our mouth and our fingers is really what is spilling out of our heart. I did a TikTok once. Let me see if I can remember this story. So you're holding a cup. I actually have a coffee cup in front of me and there's coffee in it, right? And if my dog were to come and pounce on me right now, coffee would spill out of that cup. But If I had something else in that cup, like negativity or low self-worth or jealousy, and my dog just jumped up on me, that's what would spill out of the cup. So I ask you to examine what is in your cup and what are you filling your cup up with on a daily basis? That has to be a conscious decision. And most importantly, what is in the cups that are surrounding you? I think I want to leave this podcast there today. I hope that you hear my heart. I hope that you take the trolls that you will inevitably get because you are a B-A-M-F-er. I'm trying not to cuss too much on this podcast. I know I kind of did it a little bit depending on where you think cussing is. If you've ever met me in person, you know I cuss like a sailor. But I want to encourage you to hold your head high, ignore it until maybe seven years later when you just don't want to ignore it anymore. If anybody has any questions about this, or you actually really do want to know, not for gossip, but truly want to know, I invite you to email me, bella at jumpconsulting.net. 
I figure that this forum is, you know, you guys are my jumpers, my loyal listeners. The the podcast uh, downloads just kind of seem to keep growing and growing and growing, which is fantastic. I really try hard and I've continued for the past year to just talk, just you and me. This is our time once a week on Thursdays. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. It's really all you can do. Thanks, guys. Bye. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening. 